What is going on, you guys? I am recording a podcast for Strong Life as well as live in Team Strong Life. And I wanted to go live because I love our interactions and I think they are super, super helpful um, across the board. So welcome. It's just me, no Kenny. He'll be back next week and we'll be, you know, talking schmack together. But Today is about there's no magic pill or secret list of foods that I have or that anybody else has that are going to help you reach your goal. There's not. And the sooner we can kind of wrap our brain around this, the I think the better off we'll be. Um, I say that all the time, but I thought I'm just going to do a quick podcast so that we have this for the record. And if you started listening to the Strong Life podcast from the first one until today, I think this will be a good one that you can kind of go back to when you find yourself Googling faster ways to lose belly fat, best macros for women over 40, how to lose belly fat through menopause, all that stuff, how to jumpstart my metabolism. Those things don't exist. They're clickbaity. They are um, like triggers to get you to read, to watch, to follow somebody, but they are not true. They're not real. And there's no fast way to change your body composition and your physique. There's no fast way to earn uh, training and endurance to be able to run a marathon. There's no fast way to get anything that's good, it seems. <laughs> And so, you know what I'm talking about. In fact, I saw somebody's post that said, pretty much the general rule is that anything that is good for you takes a while. And anything that is better for you in the moment has a long-term consequence, it seems like. Like anything that seems like a good idea to just like quickly ease your pain or get you out of a situation seems to kind of screw you over in the long run. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's really true. Like I couldn't think of many things that that you want in the short term that are helpful for you ultimately in the long run. That's my thought. So things that I wrote down that are a little bit of a trigger that I see out there, it does not mean that these people are have bad intentions always. It doesn't mean that... Um, uh, you know, it's something that you should just be a total red flag. I'm not trying to like crap on other people in the industry. I'm just saying as a coach myself, knowing what I know, uh, many of these things are just kind of like, meh, you know, just be careful. Right. So the first one is jumpstarting your fat loss. There's nothing that can do that for you. A lot of people ask me, how do I jumpstart my metabolism? Your metabolism is just how many calories you burn in a day. And it's, it's a rolling number and it never stops. You never shut off your metabolism and you can't jumpstart it either. There's no, like, <laughs> I always think of like starting a car, like, like you want to just rev up and go and, and it doesn't exist. So there's no quick way or fast way to get going so that you make a lot of progress so that no, the, the, hardest thing to come to terms with in terms of this lifestyle is the fact that it is a lifestyle that is a slow and steady wins the race. Okay. So don't search, jumpstart your fat loss. 
a couple of things that could be like, uh, I don't know, like kind of misunderstood, but people use them is protein to jumpstart your fat loss, protein to jumpstart your metabolism, protein. So the reason they say that is because it takes about 30% of the calories and protein to break down protein. So they say it's more metabolic, which means it actually, you do burn more calories to digest and break down protein, but that's just a complex thing that somebody's trying to kind of turn into marketing. And then when they also try to attach that to a supplement that they use or a product that they use, that's your, that's your red flag. Now I am partnered with first form. Uh, they sponsor me and, um, but those sponsorships are because I help people get results. So that's how they value people that are partnered with them. So I really make an effort to not connect, uh, quick body composition and jumpstarting with a product. We have like problems in our life, right? Like we have health and fitness problems and we have problems adhering. We have problems understanding what's happening to our body and why something is, is effective for us. I try to solve those problems through extensive education and engagement with you. And also I share with you what I use, but there's nothing that is there's nothing that's magic. There's nothing that's really instant. I'd say probably the best and most effective supplement I've used are uh, the greens and the magnesium in terms of effect on me. But again, I try not to oversell that. I'm just sharing my experience with you. So personally, I don't think it's a total conflict of interest for a fitness professional to have a partnership with a brand. Uh, I, I never have. I still don't think that is. I just think you have to be careful of the connection that some fitness influencers make. And usually if something looks unrealistic, it is unrealistic. Um, I look for things like photo, like dates of photos. Like if somebody shows me a before and an after, and there's no like date, like embedded in there, at least I mean, you'd have to be a pretty big scumbag to like try to lay things over photos, but people do it all the time. So don't fall into those traps. No fast jumpstart. Uh, the other thing I talk about sometimes, sometimes is uh, what's called the DB fast pack. And in that is caffeine and the greens. People can also misuse caffeine to jumpstart. But remember, these are just saying like either your heart rate is going to be elevated, which will burn more calories uh, and also or it's something like protein where, um, you know, it takes some calories to break that down. I suppose you could say that's more metabolic food and it is and that's important to understand. But again, no miracles here, people. Okay, another one is over 40. Let's target your belly fat. Uh, that's a okay, so there are there is some evidence out there about accumulating fat, particularly in the midsection, 
through perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. But a lot of that can be alleviated, if not all of it, through proper training and diet. And it's not a specific diet, meaning if you eat avocados and spread them all over your stomach, you're going to have a like a flat stomach. For a lot of women, they have a body type and the body type is from the day they could remember they had a body. So it's like five years old, you've always had that the pancake rear end and you've carried wet fat around your midsection, or you have kind of just like a, a boxier frame, or that is an area where when you gain weight, you gain it there. Um, alcohol can be an issue for that, but, but typically you don't just get like packed on weight without that typically came from overeating, under-exercising and changes in your lifestyle that have accumulated over time. Like we can't get away with things forever, you know? And it is around that age, over 40, over 50, perimenopause, menopause, postmenopause, where some of those lifestyle changes happen. So it's not just over 40, target belly fat. A lot of people go, oh, maybe that's it. It's just... I need to do these things or follow this person or buy this program. And look, I can, I can be shredded too. You're always going to have to go back to the lifestyle changes. Listen to the three pillars of fat loss with Dr. Chad. That has, that is totally independent of your age, uh, your ability and your current body composition. Meaning those three pillars of fat loss apply to everyone and both genders, male and female. Um, so be careful of targeting belly fat. Remember, we can't really spot reduce. Now, I, I have heard rumblings of studies saying, no, you can to some extent, um, but you're always gonna wanna watch alcohol in terms of you know consumption. I think the standard is like two drinks a week, maybe. And I know we are way over that. Um, but I'll also give you another anecdotal like experience, which was my own, which was after my, uh, bodybuilding contest, I accumulated quickly more fat in my midsection. And I think part of that was because of what had happened to my hormones through the bikini prep and the dieting. And then also the, uh, extreme kind of overeating a couple times a week over the course of several weeks. And it just, it just packed on there, which was new for me. Um, and it, it does appear that hormones do play a role in that, but also what was I doing? I was overeating. So you don't typically just pack on belly fat randomly. Uh, but you will hear stories of women saying, you know, it seems to be accumulating in that area. Um, but just be careful of um, programs that promise you'll you'll lose it in that particular area, okay? The best thing you can do is resistance train, work with me on cal caloric intake, trust the process, and get yourself in a really good place where you have a good uh, balance. And you've got the right foods too. Um, you know, foods high in fiber, foods that make you feel good and energized as opposed to, you know, garbage. 
sugary foods that can just make us tired and they aren't, aren't necessarily helpful. Um, another one I see out there is how to build your shoulders with like specific exercises. But what they fail to tell you is that you have to do those exercises forever. And even then you have genetics at play. You have your own ability to work yourself to a failure or fatigue state. You may not understand that it wasn't just those exercises. It was 20 sets of those exercises uh, twice a week over the course of three years. So there's never, ever a quick uh, and, and I think that's, I think like there's a woman I'm thinking of that I see on TikTok. She's gorgeous. She has incredible physique. Uh, just from my experience, I, I think she may be uh, a user of PEDs, which again, that performance enhancement, I, I really don't care if that's your jam. It's, it doesn't, it like doesn't matter to me somewhere. I get over that. Um, but so, so the, the, the quote would be, want to build your shoulders, do these exercises. What you need to be seeing when it comes to somebody that you follow and, and that you understand, at least in my group, and I, if you're listening to this, consider yourself educated. What you need to understand is that those exercises are awesome for building shoulders. And also they need to be done forever and you can never stop. Okay. And they need to be done with enough weight and you need to be hitting your protein goals and your caloric intake goals. And you need to do that forever, for, forever. You know, physical physique changes take a long, long time. They take a long time and it takes a lot of dedication and it takes rounds and phases of fat loss. Not just, you can't just be dieting and fat loss forever. You know, it's just, first of all, you can't because it's just too hard and nobody can stick to that. But second of all, like it's not even uh, an appropriate approach to build a muscular physique. So those of you who keep saying, Kendra, I want to build muscle and lose body fat at the same time. And I say, all right, we got to pick a lane. You want to build muscle? And you're like, yeah, but I don't want to put on an ounce of fat. And yeah, like you got to pick a lane, right? And um you know, in, in the case of this woman or even me, like this is years of work, like years. And it has to be something that you're willing to do to get the gains that you want. And even then, I'm sorry to say we have genetic limitations. We have age, we have ultimate potential at play, but there's no reason for you not to go for it and try, because you know what, you might not get her shoulders, but you're going to get the best version of your shoulders, which is exactly what you need to be focusing on is not how do I get her like you need to focus on how do you get you because that's all you can do. You could spend a lot of time looking at somebody else's picture and thinking, I want that. Well, you can't have that. You can only have what you have. You can't have what somebody else has, but you can have goals, meaning like, man, I want to get stronger. I want to get leaner. But the best thing you can do is take your day one photos look in the mirror and say, I'm coming for you shoulders. I'm going to get the best shoulders that I can get, but just, just keep that in mind. Okay. When you're looking at like how to build your shoulders, how to build your glutes. Okay. The uh, number four, build your booty with this exercise. Let me tell you something about building the booty. I, I think you probably know what I'm going to say. 
this is a process. So I started my booty transformation like three years ago and I haven't stopped. And then last year I was doing three work leg, lower body leg workouts a week. Now I'm down to two um, just because I think that's more uh, feasible for me. I like it. Three was too many. I was just doing like wasteful exercises, just trying to get it in. So now I do, I do two leg days. One is just super strong leg focus, badass leg press, just like heavy. And the other one gets me down the, the, uh, the glute hamstring, uh, area a little bit more targeted. And I love it. I absolutely love it. They feel different enough that I'm not like, Oh my gosh, I'm here doing legs again. Um, but again, this is not a fast process, especially if you look at genetics, like when I look at my mother, I pretty much have her body and this woman does not have a big juicy peach. Okay. I have to work on that and, and I can never stop. So I'll be 75 and I'll be like just another leg day. But like, that's why I connect myself with women that are older, that are still in the game to keep me excited and energized about aging. And again, of course, I see like great booties, but I also am smart enough to know that if it's on social media, there's lighting, there's angles, there's all kinds of that crap. But listen, we have cellulite, we have fat on our bodies. Many of us do. And that's okay. But building your booties with this exercise, no, same thing. It's going to be consistently doing that exercise for years for years. And even then we have genetics, we have age, we have your training intensity, we have your, your effort and we have your diet. All those things are at play. So I know I'm like, wait, maybe I'm sounding totally demoralizing, but on the other hand, it's like, it's exciting, right? Like we have things that we can work towards and we have goals and you can be better next year than this year. It's just, it's not going to happen for you just like that, right? Like there's no six weeks to a bigger booty. I mean, somebody will sell that and package it for you, but it's really forever to a bigger booty. And it just has to be something that you adopt as part of your lifestyle within your fitness journey. So be careful of like thinking in your mind. It's not necessarily that what the programming that people are selling are, are lying to you or anything like that. It's just that what we're failing to understand is that it is, um, it's a process over time. And in order to get the results, you have to dedicate yourself in order to maintain them. You have to maintain the things that you did typically to get those results in the first place. Another one I see a lot is like a summer shredding program. Um, you know, things with guaranteed results. Nobody can guarantee your results and nobody can tell you what you're going to look like when something is, quote, over. Nobody. People ask me all the time, do you think I can ha have arms like X, Y, Z? It's like, I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. I could not tell you what your physique is going to look like. Now, when I see progress photos and I, I can tell if somebody has a lot of muscle, like that's pretty clear. And I can tell if somebody should start dieting and are cutting calories or if somebody should really move into a building phase because their you know weight loss isn't really what they need we need to spend some time building muscle and when i say spend some time i have some people right now where i have to tell them that 
personally, under my watch, I wouldn't have them cutting calories and trying to lose body fat right now. I would have them spend the next two years building before we even thought about cutting again. And, you know, they'll probably be like, bye, go, I want to go try to find somebody who's going to tell me I need to lose weight. You know, uh, weight loss is important part of the fat loss process, but it doesn't, the, the, there's not always a relationship that's good for us to be, you know, thinking about. So summer shredding program, totally get it. Like I've tried to run those too, but the truth is it can set a lot of people up for failure because they do think uh, I should be able to look like that. And I see a lot of people leading the summer shredding programs and they're kind of already shredded. Um, and it seems kind of like a little bit misleading, but I know what they're trying to say, right? They're trying to say like, come work with me. This program is the foundation of getting you in the best shape of your life. But the truth is you're going to have to do the work and you're going to have to adhere to that program. And it's probably longer than the, the summer, right? Especially if you have, now, if you have 10 pounds of body fat that will get you from, uh, you know, that will get you absolutely shredded, then a summer shredding program could be amazing for you. And that just means like getting as lean as possible, which is really freaking hard, by the way, as somebody who stepped on stage, getting that lean will blow your mind in terms of what it takes and the adherence to the diet and the adherence to the exercise. It is, it is not easy and it's not a simple process. We're about to go into a summer eight week challenge. Would I love all my people that want to get shredded? I would love for them all to get shredded. It's just the level, the mindset to do that is next level. And so just be prepared if you go into those programs that your calories might be low, your movement is probably going to be high. And if you have 50 pounds to lose, you're not going to get shredded in the summer. Okay. That, that is an expectation that is unrealistic and needs to be like, just like needs to die summer if, if for somebody to get shredded over a summer is they're probably already a little bit lean and they have some muscle and we're just going to bring them to like stage level lean of just absolutely shredded and i have some people like that too you know that are losing eight pounds in a challenge and just kind of like whoa like everything really popped um and it's possible but if you have a lot of weight to lose a summer shredding program isn't going to get you there, but it's a great start. You may have to do four summer shredding programs in a row. And those are some of the things people leave out. I mean, half this is about the expectations that we have, right? Like I, it's about expectations. I have a lot of people who do a check-in and they're like, oh man, you know, I didn't lose any weight this week. And I'm like, how much weight do you think you should have lost and why? And like, I never hear from them again. It's just a question. Like, I'm just curious if you thought, well, because I did these things, because I did these things, um, you know, that is a, that's either a coaching issue where I'm not communicating enough that like, this is going to take a lot longer than you think. And it's going to be harder than you think probably. Um, but a lot of, a lot of the reasons people quit is because they just thought it would be faster. They thought it would be a faster process. Um, I do have a podcast coming up that is a like the process of a two-year transformation and what that would look like for somebody. And those are the timelines that are realistic. But if I sell six weeks to a six-pack, 
for $49, I'll get like all of my people to buy it. But I know that you can't get a six pack in six weeks unless you already are uh, lean-ish, you're already trained. Um, and we would add in there training and hit and diet. And there would be a lot of things that would have to be involved and then you'd have to adhere. So it's it's like I I you can sell those things, but you could never as a coach or business owner guarantee results for somebody because the results are going to come through adherence and there's no fast way to get somebody to do that. So remember, most of the things we see out there that come in the form of a quick magic pill are designed that way, obviously, to get us to buy them. And then once we buy them, most people have somewhere around a seven to 10 day window before they quit. Like some people, not even that long um, of commitment before they quit. So as you know, the in the industry, you have to keep reselling these things, knowing that people will always feel guilty about quitting and always want to try to keep doing it, you know? So what's 60 bucks to you? But uh, it's a lot to me if I have hundreds of people buying these programs. There is, again, there's nothing wrong with these programs and there's amazing ones out there. But as a consumer, I want you to understand that it's always going to be about consistency over time. So, you know, uh, six week core challenges. Awesome. It's probably going to be a few six week core challenges. It's also going to be your diet. It's also going to be adding in other probably hit and cardio workouts to be able to get lean enough to get those abs to pop. Never mind. We have genetics at play. Like some people, it just having a six pack means you have to be so lean. It's just, it's not even healthy for you. Well, some people can be kind of overweight almost in some areas and have a six pack. So there's, there's a lot that goes into changing somebody's physique and what results are going to come of some of these like clickbaity type, you know, oh, fast, do it this way. Here's a you know, eat these foods. Like there are, there are great foods for inflammation and there are great approaches for, uh, you know, optimizing fat loss. But at the end of the day, the pillars of fat loss are always going to be resistance training at least three times a week. Make sure, making sure, and I'm just going to make it easy, but that you have about a gram of protein per pound of your goal or ideal body weight and that you are, uh, in a caloric deficit. And those are the three ways uh, that you need to be thinking about or the three things you need to be thinking about in terms of changing your body composition. And then again, I recommend working with a coach because if you've been flailing out there on your own, like it's time to stop that. A good coach, me or one of my colleagues, I would say, I, I really feel that, I really feel that way, sorry. But I have a good network of coaches too that can guide you in terms of making sure you understand that the best approach to fat loss is working through phases of fat loss surrounded by long phases of building and maintaining without constantly dieting and really working on health and a healthy relationship with food and a healthy relationship with the scale and trying different training techniques without constantly feeling like you have to diet cut calories, get leaner. Cause I know that's, that's how we are as women. I don't care what sport you're in either. I was just having a talk with my husband about this, how 
like performance athletes, like poo poo physique athletes. But the reality is like most athletes uh, have some, you know, there's some focus on physique. There's some focus on, you know, optimizing uh, body weight, weight to strength. And all of that has to do with physique. So you can, you can poo poo physique sports all you want, but there's, there's a lack of health in many sports, including like, I don't think a lot of people think even Ironman is, is super healthy. Like this is excessive. This is, I've done it. So you have to be a little bit of a narcissist to do it. So all, they all have their, they all have their issues in terms of, uh, you know, the goal and and who thinks it's right and who thinks it's wrong based on their own preferences. I don't know if any of that makes sense, but, um, but back to the point, um, just know that there is, there is no magic pill or secret list of foods that's going to get you faster results than just adhering to the plan. That's it. And speaking from experience, when I did my contest prep, I was, I remember, I, I feel like I was just like you thinking, I don't know if this is going to work. Like there's got to be a different way, but I'm telling you staying consistent is harder than it sounds, especially if you want to get summer shredded six weeks to a six pack. Those are programs that require the most level of intensity and, and adherence and they're all possible but it is about that consistency over time and the most common kind of eating pattern is that overeating every few days um and then definitely over consuming on the weekends or getting sloppy around your protein and kind of, you end up taking kind of steps back and then you just feel like you're in this constant maintenance mode so to make progress no matter your goals, you have to work through the hard time. So just be careful that you're not buying into those kind of clickbaity type of things. And that you remember, if you're working with me, it's like a head down, the more boring, the better. I try to throw out things for us because I know that every few weeks we get distracted and we, we find ourselves on Google, you know, faster way to fat loss, whatever it is. Um, supplementation for fat loss. I mean, there are definitely lots of uh, different medications out there for weight loss that are on the market and, you know, different options out there, but you're always going to have to go back to the standard basics of how you build muscle and how you lose body fat, which is resistance training, protein, and calories. And that is it. So if you're listening to this, go back to the three pillars of fat loss. It's a little meatier, but I think it's going to give you a good idea of just you know, half, half the time here, I'm just trying to keep us focused, trying to keep our head in the game, trying to keep you from quitting, trying to keep you from thinking you can't do it, trying to keep you from thinking somebody else is doing it better, faster, easier. They're not, they're not, they are not. Every challenge winner that I just announced for the top five, these are years in the making. I think that's pretty cool, right? There was nobody that came in and just in eight weeks got everything boom, it doesn't work like that. So be willing to do the work, fall in love with the lifestyle, find a community, find friends, just, just get out there and, and enjoy 
the fact that you can move your body, you know, don't take that for granted because we're not going to have it forever. Um, so get out there and, you know, really make sure that this is something that you're committed to and that, yeah, like when you, when you fall into the trap of searching, it's fine. It's fun. I totally get it. But um, in terms of making progress, you really just got to commit and continue to remind yourself that there's no fast way to get this done. Okay. All right. Thanks for being here. So much click. I was just reading the, the comments. Not a ton of comments today here, but I'll go back in if you're in Team Strong Life and answer any questions you have in there. If you're listening to this and any of my content anywhere, it's all free. If any of it is helpful to you, please follow, share, tag, comment. Means a lot to me. I'd love five-star ratings on this podcast. Like my mother says, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. I like it. Um, you guys have a good day. And if there's any interaction and comments, I'll be back a little bit later today. No magic pills. Have a good day.